0: Hey you, Karimi Wesonga here, and welcome to this brand new episode. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the color yellow. And in order, I'm going to share a bit of color psychology, especially in the fast food restaurant business. I'm going to be talking about an East African country that um, has adopted a bit of yellow on their flag. Then I'll talk about taking yellow on as an identity through a story. Um, while I was in primary school. then I'm going to highlight on a personality in the Bible who, to me, if yellow was a person, this would be the guy. So let's dive right in.. The color yellow is one of the brightest and the most noticeable color to the human eye. It symbolizes quite a number of things. Optimism, warmth, happiness, energy, and all these good things. But on the flip side, the color yellow is quite deceitful. It it can also get a little overwhelming if it's, you know, if it's too much in a space. I'm thinking if yellow was a person, it would probably be a 19-year-old girl in high-waist jeans and a crop top with her hair up, probably in a cool wrap. She's always happy, always high energy, but deeply unsure of herself when nobody is watching or when nobody is around. She's probably the funniest in her lot. But if you stick around for longer and her cracks begin to show and she's afraid that when the laughter is fading, will you still stay? Will you still love her? And if Yellow was a guy, he'd probably be a 21-year-old dude with a really cool haircut, textured, you know, hair, smells good. But the moment you begin to have a deep conversation, an intimate conversation, he checks out because we can't go there. (laughs) Moving right along, most fast food restaurants paint their walls yellow if you've ever wondered why here's why so yellow will entice you it will get you to buy the meal but it won't get you to stay long enough to sit through a deep conversation so you yes you will buy the meal you know but will it make you stay Tanzania, yes, I pronounce that right, because what we usually say is Tanzania, and they get really upset when you do that, because they are actually a kiswahili speaking nation, and so how you pronounce their country name is Tanzania, alrighty, so they have a really beautiful flag, and of course for this episode we're going to be focusing on the color yellow on their flag. But they have other colors as well. So blue, green, black, and yellow. So the yellow on the Tanzanian flag represents minerals. And all the the mineral resources that are present in the country. Tanzania has gold, diamond, iron, coal, nickel, Tanzanite, uranium. Let's just say they are really... Um, reach in that regard. The thing about one of their minerals that I'd like to focus on, the tanzanite, is that it's a very rare stone. It's a rare gem. I guess that's what gems mean, you know, something that's rare. But here's the thing though, tanzanite is far more rare than diamonds, but yet diamonds are more expensive they are valued more, and I really wonder why that is. If Tanzanite was a person, I hope that she'd wake up one day and get a grasp of just how valuable she is and have the courage to face all the people who undervalued her true worth, not to fight, but to open their eyes. To this end, I feel that Africa must arise to the realities of her true worth. Like, this continent is rich in minerals and all these things. But you see, just like the Tanzanite, we are undervalued. But that, that, that is not to say that we, we, we do not have... We are not worthy or, you know... So, we, it, it's actually our job to wake up and realize just how, um, how much uh, we are worth and rise up to the occasion... Africa is rising While I was in primary school, I belonged to yellow house Now if you if you went to school in in this country, so primary is probably uh, Probably means elementary in other countries so when I was in primary school I belonged to yellow house because the entire school was divided into four houses and those four houses had colors to represent them so there was yellow house green house red house and blue house and every time we'd have like a school-wide sports day where parents would come in teachers would participate and your best people um, for the different sports would would go and compete, of course. So it ranged from anything from egg race to potato race to sack race to 100-meter sprints. I know um, because I'm Kenyan doesn't mean that we all run, <laughs> right? So we would choose the best from our house, yellow house, to go and compete with other the other houses, right? So we actually... As a, as a as a house as the, the yellow house we had a losing streak like we perpetually lost <laughs> to the point where it actually became our identity and it became our identity how i know it became a it became our identity is when we started to anticipate losing like when we'd choose our best to go in and compete and then we just sit there and say okay um We know we've already lost. So we we didn't even bother to cheer them on. We didn't even bother to do nothing. We didn't even bother to expect anything. We just knew we have a losing streak. Until one of these um, sports days where a girl named Priska fronted herself and said she would like to run the 100-meter race with you know compete in, in competition with the other houses and so you know we already know yellow house is always losing so you know if you want to run you you do that and so she went on and as the race began this girl was actually leading and so yellow house we we were not used to win we were not used to winning so we start to stand up and watch the race and now we are taking keen attention and we're like, wait, let's start cheering her on. Maybe, just maybe, she can win. The crowd was going crazy at this point, literally. Other people, of course, from other houses were watching in disbelief because how could Yellow House be, on, be winning at this point? Priska was now running as if her life depended on it. And as she crossed the finish line first, it was madness everywhere. <laughs> but what Priska did for us is she changed our story. She came around and changed the trajectory of our losing streak. And now we were known as winners, right? Because we actually went on for the next few terms, winning. That new identity gave us new life. It gave us a new mindset. And I just want to ask you something. Do you think that you need a Prisker in your life? Someone who comes along or something that happens that changes your trajectory, changes your story, changes the way that you think, and now you you you're now on a new path where you're now winning. And not necessarily winning like the cup, but like making new strides, uh, making, making moves that you never thought you'd make before. Who is your Prisca? If Yellow was a Bible character, I think it would definitely be Peter, the disciple. Peter is a live-in-the-moment kind of guy, happy-go-lucky, you know? And in many instances, we see that he just lives in the moment. You know the comments he makes, um, and kind of some of the things he does. But I specifically want to talk about that time when he denied Jesus three times. And I look at his story, and I'm and I'm just like, Jesus had told him that you were going to deny me three times. If somebody told me that, right? If somebody told me that I was going to do a bad thing. I feel like I would etch it at the back of my mind and make sure that I don't do it because I had a heads up, right? But Peter, because of his personality, I think he's forgetful, right? So when it, it finally happens that you know, he's, denying, he's found himself in the space where he's denying Jesus three times and the cock crows, and then he remembers Jesus' words, he is distraught and he weeps bitterly. You know, um, I feel really bad for him at this point because I cannot imagine um, that a close friend of mine tells me I'm going to betray them, and then when it comes down to the why, I actually do that, not betray but deny uh, I would feel really bad. but one of the things I want to highlight in this story is that Jesus forgave Peter. I hope that Peter forgive peter (laughs) he eventually forgave himself but i also want to i can't imagine what it took for him to be able to get there you know that stretch between him being hard on himself to the point where he finally forgives himself hey thank you so much for listening to this episode follow me on instagram at karimi wesonga for daily interactions until the next episode god bless you